0: Well, hello everyone. Welcome along to Seeds podcast. This is a little bonus episode, which has an excerpt of my conversation with Joe Davis. And in it, we talk about the pivoting that was done during COVID by the team at NanoGirl Labs, where he's the co-founder and CEO. And then we talk about the book, which is coming out soon, which looks at the silver linings for businesses. I really enjoyed the whole interview with Joe, so make sure you check out the full interview, which will be out in a couple of days. Now let's dive into this excerpt.
1: We've sort of really doubled down on that. We had a product that was working beautifully for us, uh, and the added benefit that we love to travel. And so we had a we had tours lined up uh, in Edinburgh, um, then around the south of the UK, then across, I think, to the States, then in um sort of the UAE, back down through China, across to Australia for a tour, and then finishing in New Zealand with a with a tour at EMS. And so, all in that was like a two and a half million dollar book of work that was lined up. It was a good solid year. Uh, we were going to take our live stuff and we we're going to take that to the world. And it was uh, exciting. In the three or four days before lockdown, literally all of that vanished. Everything was cancelled, postponed, pushed out. It's not happening. Two and a half million dollars disappeared. Michelle and I went, were sitting at home. We were having dinner together and we said, well, you know, this is this is suboptimal. What are we going to, what, what do we do? Like that. And I think the choice was pretty stark. It was either sort of, dramatically reduce our overheads just kill cost in the business contract and live on our savings and try and sort of hunker down and weather the storm on a on a storm jib or we could try and do something bold Uh, and neither michelle or i are are wired for timid we're we're both sort of screw it let's do it people Uh, and we came up with an idea and we so the next morning we rocked into the office with our team we were at uh, three days before the levels the lockdown was came into effect at this point and we wrote up on our whiteboard uh, a nano girl science adventure every day through lockdown for just a dollar a day and our team got on board with that there were four of us in the like michelle and i plus four uh, in the business Um, that grew to 15 over the weeks ahead Um, that idea became a digital platform called nano girls lab which is online today it had huge success thousands and thousands of kids that used that as you know, their lockdown, part of their lockdown learning and entertainment, and and through that and producing a TV show over that time for the Learning Network, we were able to reach more than 140,000 with science learning through the course of lockdown and and the months since. We partnered in ways we've never partnered before and were able to come up with really cool ways to to bridge the digital divide and make sure that that STEM learning was getting to kids who just don't have access to the internet or a computer or anything of the sort. It was exhausting, but it was just the most, it was such an exhilarating time. It was a really remarkable adventure. Every morning through that, our, obviously we're all working remote. Uh, Michelle and I had moved into our office. We were living in the office. We built a studio there so we could shoot all this stuff. And obviously we needed to be able to access that. So to keep the bubble thing legal, we moved into the office and set up a flat. But every, every day we'd meet kind of this big kind of all hands call at nine o'clock every morning. And at 9 o'clock every morning, it was someone's job on a roster to share something they'd learned since their last sharing. And our social media manager said, uh, guys, it's not something I've learned. I just have to share this news with you. This morning, last day of lockdown, my dad um, proposed to his partner. They'd always said they never wanted to get married. They'd both been married before. They didn't want to do that again. They locked down together in this little cottage on Waiheke Island. And on the, like this morning, my dad got down on one knee and said, but I never want life to be any different than this has been. Will you marry me? And I said, obviously, we're all celebrating. It's wonderful. It's this real joyous thing. We, we know that we're coming out of level four the next day. And I said, man, that's wonderful. There have to be so many good news stories that have come out of lockdown. Like we hear all of, the, all of the hardship and the difficulty, but... There are these stories of humanity and resilience and agility that have emerged. I said, someone should write a book about that. And I said, do you know what you'd call it? You'd call it Silver Linings of the Long White Cloud. If anyone's going to do it, they can have the title for free. There you go. I was just riffing, you know, uh, being obnoxious, I think, actually, on reflection. Anyway, I, we realized at the end of the call that, you know, if someone, we are someone, right, I am someone. If it ought to be done, well, then let's do it. I called my good mate David Downs. David had co written a book with, with Michelle previously called Number Eight, Recharged, that was, was a real success and a similar format to what I had in my head. Um, he was in, he's always, always loves a good idea. Called Penguin and sort of pitched the idea to them. And by the end of the day, I had a co author who had written a book before, which was very, very helpful, um, and a publishing deal with, with Penguin. So we set about finding and capturing and writing. Uh, amazing stories from communities and businesses that have been successful uh, in some way through the COVID-19 level four lockdown period.
0: That's really fascinating. I love it. And I love the, um, you know, it's just such a personal story as well, because y- you represent what you're talking about. It's not sort of an academic, ethereal, oh, somebody was affected and let's talk to them it's actually no no exactly. yeah exactly <laughs> this was a, a daily stress at the beginning and and that the amazing thing just in your particular situation is just to think about the scaling you know the scalability that the internet brings and and holding things online and things and i mean i remember seeing something with michelle and with um the prime minister talking about COVID. you know like the the ability the reach that you get through using social media and using the internet is is incredible really when you compare it to purely we're here in the room and and there's you know a hundred people as opposed to there's potentially a hundred thousand people watching this thing so
1: yeah it's been a real joy and and what we found pretty quickly is that um yes look it's really important to me in talking about the good news stories and the silver linings of all this, not to in any way diminish or take away from the hardship and the suffering and the genuine difficulties that people face. But I think it's equally important to recognise that you know, not everything's broken. And actually there are some things there that I think if we can, if we can learn from the experiences of these, these organisations and these people that did well and you know, really really made a dent with what they did, actually i'm profoundly optimistic for new zealand's future there's an opportunity here and i think that the book and and now the live event that's going with that book are, are yeah i look i, I think that they, yes they mark a moment in the in time yes they are some great yarns and some great stories that are just fun to read but also there are some some pretty important underlying lessons in there too that i i think business leaders will benefit from
0: so just reflecting on the book now that it's coming up to you know being released and things were there any, I guess, key themes that, that really stuck out to you?
1: Yeah, look, I think one of the, the fundamental sort of things that I see, see looking through the book is this, I think that COVID around the world has given a real opportunity for us to question whether we've aligned value with our values. So, you know, the things that we assigned financial value to or have thought important, do they align with our values and to question what is really essential? Because actually when the chips were down, I think that the role of uh, our teachers, our frontline health workers, uh, our scientists and researchers and engineers were suddenly right at the fore in terms of what we needed and what we counted on and where we looked for. Those were the things that I think were genuinely essential. And I'm not sure that if you'd asked many of us going into the crisis, like, where is value in our society? Like, wh- What is essential to you? I'm not sure that we would have answered those things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My challenge, I think, to business owners coming out of this is it is entirely too easy for us to go back to the old normal. And I think that as business leaders, um, as decision makers, as politicians, um, our challenge is to really examine uh, the lessons that we learned through that really profoundly challenging time to find the silver linings and to hang on to those and to be really conscious and proactive in, in choosing to hang on to those uh, and forge a new normal um, rather than falling back into, into where we've been before.